Good morning, Flagler the Doctors in. I'm Dr. Scott Cleos. And I'm Dr. Andrea Cleos. And we are here once again to talk about your health and health issues right here in Flagler, Volusia, and St. John's County. Andrew and I went and saw the movie Sound of Freedom last week. Wow. Yeah. What an amazing, a, kind of an amazing eye-opener. story. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't know what to expect because it seems like that movie's a little polarizing. Uh, people seem to uh, associate that with QAnon and say that it's all about, um, you know, it's all politicized. And I, I did not see that at all. I, I don't know. I don't really know what QAnon's all about. So maybe that's part of it. But, uh, you know, it basically was... It's a fantastic movie. About, talking about uh, pedophilia uh, and sex, sex trafficking. And it was a true story about how yeah. this man... I mean, has, I don't know how you Single-handedly, can... well, not single-handedly, because he bonded with a lot of people throughout his life, but he had a mission in his heart to save children that were sex trafficked and he made a big impact and, and he was a father and a husband himself so i mean i think and you know, why the way disney it was shelved this movie for i don't know how many years why it wasn't yeah, but i don't know that story either yeah I mean, well I, supposedly disney bought the movie and then shelved it and then somehow they were able to retrieve the movie and i think they tried to put it on netflix and they shelved it too and then finally um, Angel Theaters actually put it up. Angel Studios, which Angel is the Studios. same, which is the same outfit that does uh, the Chosen, the Chosen, which is phenom- phenomenal. Yeah, which series. we've seen, you know, that through. Who is that producer again? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Jenkins. Jenkins. Dallas yeah, Jenkins. Dallas Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, I thought Angel Studios was his studio, but I guess he no, just, no, no, no. They, no. He just makes the movies, and it's shown through Angel Studios. Yeah, but I mean. You know, I thought it was a little long, you can to pay be ahead. honest you. With can you can pay ahead, so yeah. you can help somebody else watch the movie, because it helps promote the movie and helps become, people Yeah, they did aware. have that. They had a uh, QR code at the end, so that if you wanted to, you know, buy someone else a ticket so that they could go see it. But I think we got to get people over this stigmata that this yeah, is some... so sad. All these, politically you know, driven... Uh, everything is like a lie out there. If you support this one side you you know can we just become neutral on this whole you know uh parties democrat republican party if we're being educated about an important thing that's happening in our world specifically for children we need to set that aside and be educated and see what we can do to help them and and who knows what's propagating regarding QAnon? If somebody happened to be in an event and now they're called a QAnon member, I mean it's well, ridiculous. I think from what I could understand, you know, trying to put this all together, QAnon uh, believes that in the, some conspiracy theory that came out of the PizzaGate and had something to do with. Uh, trafficking children and pedophilia, which is what this movie is about. And that's the connection. Now, you know, there was nothing accusational in that movie about, you know, federal employees or if anything, the CIA was helping. or anyone else yeah. who was inappropriately doing stuff. And, you know, I mean, they, there were criminals that were profiting off of, um, of, of child of, pornography. Yeah, and of the problem is you're dealing with a $150 billion uh, industry. It's and rapidly so, growing. So that money is tough for people to walk away from and they'll do anything for it. And, uh, you know, that, I think that was the awareness is that in, we need to be cognizant of what's going on to try to 
prevent it, intervene, or shut these places down. And be vigilant but, when we're out in the communities, because in the United States, that's the one is our country is the biggest place for child trafficking. Well, they said it's yes, but it's a, the one of the biggest sources of receiving this child pornography and all that other stuff. So, I mean, we're, we're part of the problem, supposedly. And I, again, I don't know. This is what the movie said, but you know, during the movie, and not to really. You know, do a uh, not to have any spoiler alerts, but they actually had pictures of child abductions in South America that was kind of smattered through the first part of that movie, and you could actually see children being snatched and taken away, you know, basically to be sex slaves or you know, child pornography or whatever they're doing with them. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. But we had friends of ours that refused to see it because of the association or the perceived association with QAnon. And I'm not sure, you know, if the guy that, uh, that put there the movie together... There was accusations that the producer and one of the people in the movie... Uh, I mean, I think it was... But regardless, false, I mean, whatever... False accusation, but... Regardless, but, even yeah. if they have an association with this, you know, fringe entity that, uh, you know, believe... And I don't really believe in a lot of different conspiracy anything. I mean, unless it can be absolutely proven, and maybe I'm naive, but, you know, I don't like to buy into that because you can kind of fall into a rabbit hole unless right. you know the facts. And I think, you know, you've got to do right. your research and, and you can't let yeah. people gas lamp you into th saying that the, these are the facts. You've got to find the facts yourself, you know, right. because you can find, you know, this new era of social media and the internet, you can find facts that will support any position you want to have. That's exactly that, right. I mean, and I can tell you, you know, from my own personal experience with things that I know about, which is medicine, I see people come up with their theories, they read something, they get told something by someone, which is not true. I mean, you know, and I, I know it's not true, because this is what I do for a living. And trying to talk them out of it um, is very difficult, yeah. because they don't trust anyone. And that's a shame. You know, I think it's been um, really a hard couple of years for medicine, because We've, lo we've lost the faith of the people. The doctor-patient relationship is no longer sacrosanct. And, you know, I don't think anyone cares anymore. The patients don't respect the doctors. The doctors seem to not respect the patients and vice versa. And, you know, it's becoming more of a business. And it's, it's shameful because back when the doctor did everything for all the right reasons, I think we had a much better reputation. And I'm trying to, you know, Andrew and I are trying to restore some of that. I mean, hopefully I, through I this, through this radio, of, yeah. you know, hopefully you guys, if you have questions that you don't think are being addressed, you can use this as a platform or a sounding board to, to ask some of those questions. And yeah. some of you guys have written in and we appreciate that. But, uh, you know, it's tough. And uh, I think the bottom line is with, with medicine, with any kind of experience in the hospital, you want to walk away feeling like somebody cares. That's at the end of the day, even think, if they're not the best I doctor. I think the reality they, is, they is they there, there are a lot of doctors that care. There are a lot of people in healthcare that care. But all you need is one bag, bad egg on a team to make the whole team look terrible. I can tell you, if we have a bad clerk at the front desk, no matter how great I am or my nurses or my team of people that work with us, that clerk can set the a bad mood and and show disrespect to that patient and and it just makes the whole system look bad so you know you're only as strong as your weakest link that's such a true statement and especially in medicine where people have been mistreated by different systems it doesn't mean the whole system's a mess 
um, just like in that movie, just because there was one or two people that may have, I don't even know if it's true, uh, been supportive of, of an agency that might have been, you know, uh, into fighting against uh, child pornography and it be construed as conspiracy the way that it was done. Whether that's true or not, who knows? But the movie, the point of the movie was to educate the population about what's happening to our children and 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 be aware of it and try to help support it wherever you can if it's something that you you become compassionate about because if it draws in your heart but we should do it for our own children for our grandchildren for children we care about in our neighborhoods i mean it's just it's an atrocity and so you know to to finger point on organizations when we know that that lies are being thrown everywhere just to muddy the water everywhere. It's like, you can't be a Republican, because if you are, you, you somehow hate the world and you're a money grubber. If you're a Democrat, you're, you throw money away and you don't, you know, you're too liberal and you, you know, you, you open the world up to too many diversities or too many diverse populations and, and allow for anything goes. I mean, you can't win if you're on either side of the picture. And if you sit in the middle, then you can't make a decision. You know, it's like our world doesn't, it really scrutinizes well, so much. I think much. you can make a decision. And I think each of us, uh, at some point in time, I, we're going to be forced to go with a third party. I, I really am concerned about how polarized the two-party system so we have right now. They will, they dig their heels in and they're unwilling to yield. And I don't think the members of the Democratic Party from the from John F. Kennedy's era would even recognize today's Democratic Party and vice versa. You know, the old Republicans... There's things that are done now in the Republican Party that I think the old guard would find repulsive. And, uh, you know, those of us sitting in the middle are like, what other options do we have? Because, unfortunately, I feel like I go to the polls right now or, and I go to vote and I'm trying to figure out who's going to screw us the least in the next uh, upcoming election. And who's going to tell us the truth? And, who's going to fight for truth? And, and I'm mean, seeing what our, our choices are. It's like, good God, this is the best we can put forward. And, unfortunately, I think the... The people uh, that go into politics right now may not be the best and the brightest. I, I just concerned that you know we're electing the bottom of the pot to basically lead yeah. us because nobody else wants to do that job because it's probably thankless and you know it's onerous and dealing with the opposition is is tough. And I don't know if they get jaded in pub in public office or they are surround themselves with a bunch of sycophants and get pat on the back when they say something that their party likes, but they, they seem to be out of touch with what the um, general American public wants from a leader. They just don't get it at I, all. I just think it's just the, amazing the social media me. is so crazy. I mean, the stuff that's out there is so insane. It's like, it, it's really, I mean, almost shocking. And, and I feel uh, it's not like, even shocking anymore. I mean, what's shocking to me is how shocking, things can still be to me because, you know, I've become so jaded and I see stuff. It's like, okay, I, yeah, this is just business as usual, but you know, it's just times have changed so dramatically in, in two generations. I mean, you stop my, respecting my police, father, you stop respecting your parents. You stop. I mean, my father, when he would leave school, Sad. he wasn't allowed to come home before dark. He grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. And, uh, they all the public schools were labeled PS whatever, and um, when he got out of school at three thirty in the afternoon, four o'clock, 
His mom told him, don't come home until dinner's ready, which was 6, 6.30. You go to the park, play with your friends. And school was about a mile from home. And he was in uh, elementary school. He'd go play in the park till, you know, dark, till sundown. And then he'd walk home. You know, it would take him 20, 30 minutes to walk home. And nobody ever thought that your kid would be abducted or, you know, raped or taken from you. I mean, or kids just, were doing marijuana and it was approved by I mean, the government. I mean, just, it's like we're nuts. It's, you know, now I go, my dad and I went back to that same place where he grew up. And I'm looking at it, and it is the full-on hood right now. And we were driving through there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I was up there for a meeting years ago. And we were in a car. And I'm like, Dad, we need to get out of here because... I don't feel safe. I'm afraid stopping at a stoplight. You know, this is how dangerous it is up here. But it's just amazing how uh, how jaded we've become as a as a population. I mean, it's really really bad. But and how we've think, become as a population not respecting our surroundings, where yeah. we live, our communities, our authorities. You know, a teacher can't say anything because the parents are going to come yell at them because they actually were trying to guide their teacher well they guide the student you know it's guiding the student but uh, you know that was one of the things i made very clear to my children when they were going through school i'm like if the school stops takes the time out of their day a teacher or a principal and they call me up to talk to me about something you did and you know to be perfectly honest with you it was really stevie most of the time when juliana <laughs> i don't think i ever got a phone call about juliana but uh, i got yeah, another I think, story about i think that. they used to say are these the same parents that have these yeah. two kids? So I would say you're going to be wrong. I, there's never going to be a time. I mean, unless there's extenuating circumstance, you're accused of doing something. And I said, but this is why it's important for you guys to always be honest with us. Because if you're honest with us, then I can say, I trust my son. I trust my daughter. I know they wouldn't lie to me. So I'm going to back them on this. But Stevie used to lie to us all the time. I'm like, son, if you lie to me, who well, I'm your dad, and you lie to your mom and your granddad, I know you're going to lie to your teacher. So if they ever call me up and tell me you did something or I'm, didn't do something or didn't do something, I'm going to believe them because you lie. You know, you got to get over this he lying. He doesn't thing. lie anymore, but it took us well, a journey of. Yeah, it was not tough. Getting him to, to straighten up. Yeah, it was it was, it was definitely it was not, a teacher. Wait, it was not easy. It was it really was not, tough. It was not easy, and it required a lot of but, higher authorities at different levels of education. But I looked at the I looked at the teachers the and the principals as part of my team of raising yes. my son, not as the enemy, not as someone I had to reckon with or deal with, because you know my goal and my I think our charge as parents is to raise our children children to be responsible and respectful human beings. And you can't do that by yourself. You need the help of your teachers and, and, you know, other parents, if they see something, you want them to be able to tell you. But if you're one of these jackass parents who defend your kid when they're hey, being absolute monsters, then, you know, you, you're there, you're going to regret that because your son or your daughter is never going to mature into a responsible or show respect to you or to the authority. And it's, and you know, you can either do it now or you can deal with the consequences later and you can either get counseling form or bail them out of jail or God forbid something, you know, or even worse happens where they get into an accident and, and, and they don't live to adulthood. I mean, there's so many obstacles and barriers along the way. And, you know, what we have to do is basically guide our kids because they're not they are they're not equipped to make those decisions at that point in their life. They don't have frontal lobes that are fully developed that can, 
guide them appropriately. They are more uh, adrenaline and dopamine driven, right? So if you look at the chemicals of this, the adrenaline is what, you know, gets them all jacked up and gets their heart racing. And they like the thrill. They'll do stupid stuff like that. And the dopamine is basically the affirmation from their friends and, you know, maybe members of the opposite sex that they're worthy of their friendship. And that stuff is as addicting as cocaine. And because of, you know, what they have access to now, like social media, they will, they will crave that uh, affirmation basically from the social media or from their friends if they don't get it from their parents. If you're not there for them, they're going to go elsewhere. And it's a problem because I can tell you right now, it's anecdotal, but I am seeing so many suicides now in young adults. Uh, I mean, from the ages of 20 to 35, these kids, I think, went through their formative years basically striving for admiration and affirmation. And once they get to a point, the harsh reality of life where you got to go out and make a living and someone's not coddling you and telling you how great you are on your social media account anymore, they feel like they got nothing to live for. So, I think it's even harder for parents nowadays because not only do you have to be a parent uh, and guide them in the appropriate direction, but you also have to be a pillar so that they have someone that they can talk to when things get tough. And these kids don't have that anymore, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to have to take a quick break. If you have any questions for myself or Dr. Andrew, you can email us at the doctors in D-O-C-T-O-R-I-S-I-N at WNZF.com. You're listening to the doctors in on WNZF News Radio, 1550 AM, 94.9 FM. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment. Radiology Associates has been a trusted name in Volusia, Flagler, and St. John's County for over 50 years. Radiology Associates is the first and only radiology provider to bring our neighbors of Flagler County 3 Tesla MRI, 64 Slice CT, and Time of Flight PET CT in our Palm Coast Imaging and Town Center Imaging locations. This is our community. Our doctors live here and strive to provide only the best care to you, our neighbors. For more information about Radiology Associates, visit us online at radiologyassociatesimaging.com. And we're back. For those of you just joining us, uh, we were telling everyone that we just saw the movie The uh, Sound of Freedom. And, you know, not political. I don't care what anyone's telling you out there. It's basically an expose on child pornography and uh, sex trafficking and human slavery. And, you know, they they make a comment that there's more people enslaved now on Earth uh, than when slavery was legal 200 years ago. So it's a big, big problem. And it's an issue I think needs attention and needs to be addressed. And there's two other movies we want to go see, right? We want to go see Oppenheimer because I kind of like that history type stuff kind of a bioptic on the guy who was the father of the atomic bomb. And then our daughter said, you have to go see Barbie. And, and wear I, pink. And we're, Oh, yeah, and you got to wear pink. But, but supposedly it is hilarious. And I've heard this from other people, from adults, that it's actually really good. Will Ferrell is supposed to be the CEO of Mattel or something like that. But uh, I can't wait to go see it. We can talk about that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but we're here to talk about medicine. And we're here to talk about understanding. And we talked about in the first part of the show the issues and the dynamics of not being able to listen to the other side and and how this movie was bastardized because supposedly some people in the movie 
might have supported QAnon, and some people don't believe what QAnon is. I don't even know what it is, but it supposedly, um, oop, what are you doing, Scott? Um, so, you know, sometimes you have to not listen to the media and actually, if there's something that's educational, maybe try to consider going for it and, and, and listening. And this was a really great narrative of a true story of, of this man who goes and basically saves a bunch of children from child pornography and is a really fantastic movie about what's happening in our world. And it's shocking. Um, so very important movie would encourage you. And from a political standpoint, or somebody who may not want to listen to the others to side, sometimes it's, it's very important sometimes to take an opportunity to try to listen to your brothers and sisters that sit on the opposite side. You may not agree with them, but if there's something important that they're trying to say, make sure you give them a chance. We, we've got to stop this, uh, this very belittling and, and demeaning of the dynamics that's happening because we're never going to move on as a country. And like Scott said, you know, maybe we should have a middle party since the two parties have become so polarized. It's not benefiting the American public and it's not healthy for you from a health standpoint because it really, people say, I can't even watch the news anymore. One, you don't even know what's true anymore because you listen to one broadcast and you listen to another and it's complete opposite news. So you don't really know what sits in the middle. I try to get European Well, it's news. not even objective. I mean, you know, it's the, the news has become one uh, continuous stream of editorials. I mean, you know, you can see from the title of some of these, uh, of these broadcasts that they're not neutral objective. I mean, I was watching an old broadcast. I think I mentioned this on the show once before where like Tom Brokaw or one of the old news reporters, um, maybe even before him, they were doing an interview with Steve Jobs, and they and this was back in like the eighties, and they had a gentleman who, and Steve Jobs, of course, was talking about the future of computers and you know how this is going to change our lives and it's going to be great. And then they had a guy with the counterpoint about how the computers could possibly be detrimental, where they will infringe on our privacy and all these other things. And both of them had valid points. I mean, you know, roll the clock forward a couple of decades and they were both correct. But what was impressive to me is that the the newscaster basically was there to guide the conversation, but not insinuate himself between these two or pick a side or basically taint the conversation. It was, you know, objective journalism. And, you know, you let the experts opine and the newscaster sat back and just kind of led. And now I look at these things now. I, I was watching this guy, Velshi or Velshi, whatever his name is on CNN. I mean, the guy's just, it's like one continuous editorial. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you can't, it's like, you don't even know what the guy's talking about. And, and both sides of the, the extremes of the news are just as bad. I mean, you know, it just, you, you can't really figure out what's going on. And you're right. Listening to the European news sometimes gives us a more objective, um, uh, 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 view of what's going on in our own country. I mean, cause you can't trust our own news broadcasters yeah, anymore. It's, it's, it's pathetic, you know, just like it's getting to a point where you can't trust our own doctors yeah. and, uh, well, not all of them. No, I mean, it's not, it's not our doctors. I think it's a healthcare system. Really. It's, it's what the, the being system. doctors are being driven to do and not do. They give you 15 minutes to see your doctor and, you know, sometimes you're not able to see your doctor. You see the, their helper, the nurse practitioner, or physician assistant, and, 
you know, they seem nice enough, but are they really complete and compulsive in what they're doing and addressing the things you need to achieve? And some of them are awesome. Some are not so good. So it just, you know, we're in an interesting world right now that we, we need to stand up for. And I know many of you do. And congratulations to those that do to try to stand up for things that are correct and honest. Um, because the next generation that comes is in, in just a world of mess and, um, I think we're all in it right now. So again, we go back to that movie, um, Sound of Freedom. We all are fighting for freedom, freedom of, of truth, freedom to, to know what the truth is and to stand up for the truth like children pornography is not something that we should accept. And it is out there. And there's a lot of people at a lot of levels doing it. Um, and so I guess they don't like it broadcasted or educated about, but but we need to know that it's there and we need to stand up for it. And we need to protect our own children. So, and children that come from other countries. So it's a very, very good movie if you guys have a chance to see it. I'm looking at an article right now. It says that skin cancers are becoming more fatal in uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. You think it's low vitamin D? I don't know. Never or people just exposing them. Maybe they're just going to the doctors more often to get their skin checked. Who knows? Skin cancers in Florida are becoming more prevalent and more deadly. That could have required insurers to cover annual skin cancer screenings failed to get support in 2023. Yeah, I'm, I think we've always had pretty bad skin cancers here. And if you are not from Florida and you get into this sun and you don't cover yourself, and you don't have to cover yourself with creams, you can cover yourself with clothing or only stay in the sun a little bit. It's important to get your vitamin D. Well, I think they're getting... Not to switch gears right here at the 11th hour in our show, but, uh, you know, these chemical sunscreens that they have in all of these different formulations like the oxybenzone and, you know, they're finding that these things, uh, these chemicals are toxic to sea life and coral and there's efforts now to ban those things. So I can only imagine if they're toxic to sea life and coral, they're probably toxic to us too. I would think so. I used to use that stuff a lot. You know, I'd spray it, especially on the bald spot on the top of my head, just so I could go out and maybe ride the Maybe even have a waves. growth coming out of the top. Oh my God. Yeah, maybe I'll have coral coming out of the top of my head or something for my oxybenzone. But, uh, you know, now they're moving more towards the mineral sunscreens. But I'm not sure if they're much better yeah. because the mineral sunscreens, mainly zinc oxide and titanium, titanium dioxide if if you just use them as is is you know basically a cream from the powders of titanium dioxide and zinc uh, oxide they're very white and pasty that's the stuff that you used to see on the on the um, uh, the lifeguards noses and under their eyes you know you'd see the guy sitting there and, the, and he'd have the white paste all over his nose going under his eyes and around his lips to protect himself and it's reflective so now they say, well, we can make it so that it's not as visible and they micronize it, which means they, they almost like when they take milk and homogenize it, they take these powders and they make them micronized. And then when they put them into a paste type form or a lotion type form, they basically go on almost clear, maybe a slight milky hue. Um, and so supposedly that helps reduce the visibility, but protects their ability to reflect um, reflect uh, the ultraviolet waves, but it also increases the body's ability to absorb these things. So, you know, we know zinc is a natural chemical that's a, that occur that we need in our body to help our immune system. Um, 
I'm not sure if it's in the form of zinc oxide, but titanium, I'm not sure if that's one of our, you know, elements that we need. I know we make, you know, implants and uh, hip replacements out of titanium, but micronizing that stuff and having it absorbed into the body uh, may be problematic. So So the best thing is to use the hard clothing. Yeah, just cover yourself if you can. Sit under the skin. Yeah, get limited exposure. Yeah, sit under the umbrella. Sit under the umbrella. Yep. So I think we'll leave it at that. What do you think? I think it's great. And then we'll go it's out a show. and go uh, frolic outside in the sun. Sounds good. In our bikinis. Yep. You wear the bikini. I'll wear a bathing suit. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Probably all for the best. You right. don't want me wearing the bikini. So remember, if you guys have any questions or comments about this show, because uh, it was kind of an interesting topic, and I know people have different opinions, since there's so many opinions out there in the world now, uh, please send them in. We'd love to hear from you. And if there's another topic you'd like us to discuss... We're always to do this show to help our listeners grow and become wiser in our world of confusion. And just a reminder, D-O-C-T-O-R-I-S-I-N at WNZF.com. Stay happy. Stay healthy. The doctors are out. See you next time. The Doctor is in radio show paid for by Radiology Associates. 